Welcome to Stock Odds. This is the Odds and Ends podcast with Rob Friesen and Dave Singh. Our purpose is to introduce more traders to using Stock Odds, its data, tools, and in order to decrease the odds of their trading success. Today, we want to drill down into the sector ETFs. This is part of our weekly preparation and Sunday night preparation for the next day and the week ahead. And uh, we wanted to share kind of our insights with you as to what we're looking at. Uh, sector spiders, sector ETFs, these are broad ETFs that represent either like the S&P 500, we've got spider, but there's also ones that represent each sector and they're on a weighted basis. So we've got, they're titled with XL, XLE, XLC, XLE. So we've got materials, um, energy, financials. We're going we're gonna to go through all those. So in today's podcast, we're going to focus in on these ETFs. Where did they come from in the past week? What do the stats suggest going forward? And how to generate actionable ideas for the trading week ahead. But uh, before we drill down, drill down into the ETFs, I wanted to take a quick look at some of the indicators and signals that affect tomorrow's trading. Uh, last week, the dollar was very strong. We hit a nine and a month, nine and a half month high. Um, the ten-year yields about 1.25, 1.26, still around a six-month low. Oil had a horrible week. We're down from July's $75 range down to the $62 range. And um, there's still uncertainty around the Delta variant, Afghanistan, and we're coming up to the end of the month. And in previous talks, Rob's talked about the last five days of August being statistically statistically strong, and um, there's that end of the month seasonality. So we want to go over all that. So Rob, how do you how do the odds line up for the week coming ahead, and uh, particularly around these sector ETFs? Well, uh, first, I think um, the big granddaddy of all the spiders, uh, the other sp sector spiders, kind of all are components within the S&P 500. So the granddaddy is up 1.1% so far for the month after having dropped into the negative range there on the previous uh, Wednesday and, and Thursday and uh, decided to... Uh, People came in and bought the dip there, and we rallied up uh, on Thursday off the lows, and again on Friday um, to close up for the month 1.1% on the SPY. Now, that exceeds the seasonality expectation for August. Uh, we were supposed to finish at 0.7% uh, up for the month, so we've exceeded that. Um, what that helps me consider is if the last five days of the month are where the performance would normally mostly come from in August, then either we're going to add to this or we're going to have some event that changes that outcome, meaning that we we uh, pull back and and we don't have such a strong seasonality. We could we could kind of dip from where we are. like we just rallied for two days. And we could pull back from here. Uh, we're kind of on the fence as far as the odds. So the odds for open the close on the diamonds, spiders, Qs, and IWM are all kind of, you know, just under 50 there, a little bit questionable. Diamonds are the strongest for tomorrow's open to close trading performance. So um, we'll have to see if if this is true that we kind of sputter here a little bit and maybe we don't continue the rally as we just saw over the last two days. Um, we may have a little bit of a pullback. Or if we do, if we do, uh, you know, continue to climb, we're, we're going to be up into the top Bollinger Band um, pretty much 
where we came from and possibly again the market making new highs uh, before we finish august so you know just put a little bit of caution over the next two days uh, you know according to the seasonality and then if if we see kind of a robust follow-through on wednesday thursday remember there's there's the jackson hole symposium which is about monetary policy that's this week it was going to be in Wyoming, but it's talked about being moved online. Um, so people are going to be listening for any direction about the taper, you know, anything about monetary policy that could help, you know, judge whether we've got some wind at our backs in this, uh, you know, monetary policy. Um, so that'll be interesting. And also possibly about the Delta variant uh, impact on the forecasts and you know what the Fed's been doing here. So uh, stay tuned for the comments out of the Jackson Hole. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's run through some of these uh, sectors here. So I'll I'll call out one and I'll kind of talk about the odds. You tell me what you see from seasonality. Sure. So what I did is I curated for the RSI as a signal. And I curated for the percent B, which is basically standard deviation or proximity to plus two or minus two standard deviations. I curated odds for that. And um, just in terms of last performance, so based on what happened most recently. And I'll start with XLB, which is basic materials. And I have odds a little bit stronger from the RSI side. Uh, it's at a 39 RSI, which is in that 30 to 70 sweet spot. And it, um, you know, has some room for follow through. So the odds are favorable there. The odds are still over 50, but but less so on the uh, percent B and the and the performance. What do you have for XLB? Yeah, the spider's expected to be up 1.25%, but the XLB is expected to be up 1.02%. So slightly less than the spider's performance for those last five trading days of the month. Okay, well, we're okay. That's the last five trading days, right? Uh -huh. Okay. So what I've got it dialed into is for the next five days, of which your time frame starts on the Wednesday, is the first of the five days. Okay. So I'm covering. I'm covering five days from the close of Friday, right, to five days later's close, and you're covering from Wednesday through the end of the month, right? Correct. So this could give good perspective. So um, would you, when you look at the, your numbers based on odds and average performance, would you give it a green light? I'd say it's about equal to the spider. I mean, so it's not... Um, okay. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back a little bit. Like I said, uh, the I'm gonna pull it back. The percent B and the uh, performance don't indicate, you know, incredible performance, and and neither really does the RSI. Either the odds are high, so performance is relatively low in the next five day window from XLB. And then if you stack yours on that. And here's something interesting. For the last three trading days of the month, the XLB and Spider are about the same performance. So okay, and the last three days starts on Friday. Uh -huh. Okay, 
All right. Um, so moving on. So so we're going to kind of say I'm not super excited about XLB basic materials. So doesn't mean I'm going hog wild on gold stocks or any you know things like that. So um, let's move into XLC, which Facebook and Google really dominate in terms of weighting. So really, it's about what the fangs are doing. Um, and I have really robust odds. 63.9 for RSI, 75 for percent B, and 55.4 for just uh, move move performance. Um, and the uh, outcome, the average performance expectancy, is reasonable um, across the board, with the exception of performance. It's slightly negative, so that's the the questionable one there. What do you see on XLC? Well, of the 10 sector ETFs, this one has the greatest outperformance relative to the spider. It's uh, expected to do 1.92% um, relative to the 1.25 of the spider for the okay. last five trading days. So, so we'll give it we'll give it a little bit of vote of confidence here for the next five days, and then the overlap of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is part of the the five days that Dave's talking about uh, the the seasonality. So we're giving it a vote of confidence. On, on a statistical basis, okay? Um, that means that that means that these ones that were out of favor for the previous six days that sort of turned the corner on Thursday and Friday, Facebook and some of the others may see some sustained uh, uh, tailwinds going into uh, next week, right? Uh, okay. One more note, for XLC, the last three trading days expected to have negative performance. So it's like strong for the first two days of it, but in the last few days, it's minus 0.27%. Right. So maybe big bang in the first couple of days. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a commercial break here. Um, we uh, we want to start doing this in September when things get back to more you know uh, participation. Like a lot of people are away and taking their holidays and stuff. So once you get past Labor Day, things get back to more business as usual. Uh, we want to be more granular, which means, you know, sort of do our homework for the next day like this uh, on a regular basis. So um, we look forward to you guys joining us um, when we do that. Um, for the rest of this month, we're just going to, we'll probably hit next Sunday as well and, and uh, maybe the following one and that's it. Okay. Um, XLE. Now we've arrived, I've had a lot of comments on this particular sector for a number of months preparing for weakness and we certainly have seen that now when i look at my odds for the next five days i've got 45.4 so under 50 for rsi under 50 at 48.5 for the um percent b and we're pretty close to 50, just a little bit over on the performance move, but there's there's no average performance to speak of. It's benign. So uh, what this is saying is um, that energy is uh, going to, I'm going to still keep a thumbs down on it, meaning that um, there's obvious macro stuff going on with it, plus, you know, the performance here clearly says I'm not too excited about it. What do you see on yours? Yeah, for the seasonality almanac, for the last five trading days, they're almost about the same. 1.19 for the XLE and 1.25% for the spider. And then for the last three trading days, it actually outperforms the, the spider, 1.35% for the XLE okay. versus the spider. So robust last three days. 
so let's so the last three days starts on Friday. So let's let's keep it on the we're not too excited about it for this week. Um, and then we'll change our tune maybe for Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. Okay. All right. XLF. I've got uh, 53 odds on the RSI with good healthy performance. 56 on the percent B with reasonable performance. Um, lots of events there, and on a performance basis only, uh, 49.7 and negative 0.22. So uh, out of the three, two of them are aligned, and one of them is kind of disagreeing. So um, I'll still I'll still give it a vote of confidence. It all depends on TLT, and I think TLT was indicating kind of softer performance for the next uh, few days but um anything could happen change you know especially with the jackson hole thing so we'll have to we'll have to give financials a, a, a kind of clear passage with a cautionary regarding monetary policy okay yeah and for the last five trading days it's underperforms the spider 0.96 percent relative to the 1.25 for the spider. So it's a little weak there. But the last three trading days of the month, they're about the same. So okay. it seems like the weakness would come earlier in that five-day window. Okay, well, here's an interesting one for me. XLI, based on you know the backdrop with the um, infrastructure package and all this kind of, you know, all the discussions and things like that. And the, what I've seen a bit of uh, flight to quality, strengthen the U.S. dollar, uh, strengthen domestic stocks to some degree, um, and a little bit more defensive. And, and some of the industrials have been picked up. So this is interesting because I've got 67.1 for odds uh, from RSI, 67.3 odds from percent B, and 54.1 on sheer uh, price performance move, and and robust uh, average performances across the board. So uh, XLI gets a thumbs up. And from the Almanac perspective, it's actually slightly underperforming the spider, 0.78% uh, relative to 1.25 for those last five days. So it's still up. What about it's the three days? Let's see how that changes. Three days, it's like, three days is also underperforming the spider, 0.66 okay. relative to the 0.73. Okay. So. so then if we're going to have industrials perform, they need to perform in the next few days. So I'll keep them in my in my list of stocks to trade for tomorrow for sure. Probably again for Tuesday. I may bat back off the off on them later in the week. Okay. All right. Um, XLK Technologies. Well, we got uh, 56.9 on RSI, only 50 on percent B, and and the thing with percent B it has negative performance expected, so it's really on the fence with um, arguing a bit with the RSI. On a price performance basis, it's not bad. Uh, 64.6 uh, with 0 0.90 performance. So two out of the three agree. Uh, what do you see on yours? Uh, this is like XLC. This is the part of the strongest one in the group. Um, okay. It's outperforming the spider well, 1.8. Well, that makes sense. If, I mean, you look at the components of XLC are also technology stocks that are yeah. huge market caps, right? Yeah. So there you go. Those two should be aligned. Correct. Well, that right there shows some correlation between XLK and XLC. You don't always find that. Like you, for example, uh, XLE is certainly not as correlated with, you know, uh, financials 
you know, as XLK and XLC would be, right? Correct. So it's interesting. Um, Apple's a big part of XLK too, but Apple doesn't always march with the beat of the other drummers, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has its own, it marches to its own beat. Okay, XLP. Um, 55.4 on RSI, 65.2 on percent B, 54.8 on just price performance move. All good average performances. What are you seeing on XLP? Yeah, it's up, but still underperforming the spider. 0.47% relative to 1.25. So, well, and it should, you know, theoretically, consumer staples should sort of underperform the spy when the spy is so highly tech weighted, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, five stocks or five or six next six stocks make up 22% of the spy, and they're all tech stocks, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you should have a little bit of underperformance from XLP, in my opinion. XLRE, real estate sector spider. This is interesting because, again, it's a bit financial related, could be related to TLT in terms of inverse moves. Um, 64.5 for RSI, only on the fence at 50 for um, percent B. And uh, with a performance move, 57.4. So two of the three agree. And, you know, the, the performance from the, from the percent B would be pretty benign anyway. So I'll go, I'll give it a vote of confidence here. I'm going to put it in the same category as the financials with a bit of cautionary over, overtone, right? Good. And for the last three day, three trading days of the month, right. it's on par with the spider. But uh, if you look at the five-day perspective, five trading days, it's underperforming the spider, 0.87 relative to 1.25. So it seems like the ne the first two days of that window are going to be weaker okay. for XLRE. Let's move on to XLU, the utilities. I've had a good uh, week of those. Uh, they've been performing really well, actually, over the last uh, two weeks. Especially when the market was uh, heading down, they were they were heading up, so it was uh, quite nice to uh, enjoy that ride there. Um, XLU uh, 51.5 on the RSI, 48.9, so under 50 with negative performance on the percent B, and uh, we've also well 50 54.3 on the move itself. So I'm not too excited about this group for this coming week. What do you see? Uh, it's pretty down, so minus 0.34% performance relative to positive 1.25 on the spider. So big underperformance relative okay. to the market. Okay. Um, and XLV Healthcare, we've got uh, 60 for RSI, 59.8 for percent B, and 56.6 uh, for price move. Uh, this is one of those. This is one of those. Um, ones that uh, I've got a lot of healthcare stocks in my list for tomorrow. I'm doing long basket, uh, about 120 symbols long. Um, I'm doing a short basket with about uh, 30 symbols short, and the rest will be uh, ETF. So I was thinking of having some XLV standing by to cover the, sh the risk side of being in so many healthcare stocks. Um, one of the reasons I'm okay with, with that kind of waiting in that is I'm expecting the FDA to come through for Pfizer and Moderna. 
on the um, approval. And if that's the case, it's going to kind of buoy, you know, um, potentially some of these um, other stocks that are in the group as well, which then all move the XLV favorably. So I'm going to leave it with a thumbs up on XLV. What do you see? It's about the same performance as the spider. So it's 1.23 versus 1.25. So about on par with the, the market. So neither neither up or down. Relative. Okay. But I mean, it's it's showing okay. All right. So um, it's looking strong out of the gate for the next five days here. And I'll just stick with that. Last one, and then we'll close with that. XLY. I see 66 odds uh, for performance of 0.22. 58 odds on the percent B, but the performance is negative. So that's kind of questionable. There's only been 50 samples. So we must have had some really bad samples in that lot. Um, and then performance 59.7 for 0.2457 performance. Um, so overall two out of the three agree. And you know, it's not, it's not too bad. We've got some tech stocks in the consumer discretionary um, we've got some domestic stocks if the dollar stays strong, uh, some of those domestics do well. And, uh, so I'm going to give it, you know, an okay, okay pass. I'm going to put it in the category of the technology and the communications and the XLI and say that, uh, it, it uh, could perform all okay. So, yeah, I see it's about the same performance as a spider, just slightly less. So okay. nothing dramatic. Okay. All right. Well, appreciate you working on this with me. Um, I've made some notes here while you're talking on that too. So I think we're prepared for tomorrow, uh, having done our screens and getting our ducks in a row. So um, anyway, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, catch you here next week. Thanks, Rob.